Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends. So thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Go get your paper and pen right now. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. We're going to do it right now. Okay. We can sit here and talk about it or you can just do it. So you don't need to share anything with me about the writing. I just want you to start. I want you to just see that in you can always choose in this moment to pivot right into doing it instead of talking about it and wondering about it and wanted to, to disseminate it and understand it or <laughs> go do it. Just get started. If it's a phone call we're resisting, if it's working out that we're resisting, if it's a conversation, it's writing, it's whatever, we can just pivot into it and go. Just get started. It's that simple. Not easy. That simple though. You are listening to The New Man Beyond the Macho Jerk and the New Age Wimp. Your host is men's coach Trip Lemire. Do you get fired up to set goals but suck at following through? Are you waiting for inspiration or motivation to make it easier to battle procrastination? And would it bring you peace to give up on your dreams? Today's call is with a guy who is sick of allowing resistance to get the best of him. He sets tons of goals but doesn't follow through. Pissing away his time, strengths, and gifts is killing his peace of mind. So today, we look at his mindset, his excuses, and we punch through his procrastination immediately. What you're about to hear is an actual coaching call. The person being coached volunteered and gave explicit permission to have our conversation recorded for this podcast. You know, when we think about what you might want to improve or you might want to shift or change, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, I am really good at writing goals. I journal, I have for 40 years, and I'm really good at getting excited about writing down what I want and what I want to do with my life mm -hmm. that I haven't done so far. And then I'm not good with follow through at all. I shouldn't say at all. Some of the time I am, I follow through some to different degrees on whatever the goal is. But then I totally allow myself to get distracted on purpose. Um, there's just something in my brain that just 
It's like, okay, you thought about the goals. You got excited about the goals. That's good enough. Now let's go back to trying to be comfortable, trying to be, um, not stretch myself, not, not challenge myself. Um, I'm, I'm just addicted to comfort and that's, that's been a huge problem for me. It's held me back. It's held me back to the point where, um, my wife, even though she tries to be supportive as much as she possibly can. And, um, one of my goals is to be a writer, um, actually write books and, Anytime me and my wife are watching a movie where um, somebody is writing, there was one we watched recently where somebody's, I think it was uh, C.S. Lewis. And I mentioned to her about what it was about and how he had written some book after his wife died. And she said, I don't know what it's going to take for you to write because I think you're going to be a good writer or a good you know, author. Maybe I need to die for you to have enough inspiration wow right what was it like hearing that it's horrible it was yeah. horrible and yet i still am looking for other things to uh to keep me busy um and i and i have to make a living i gotta do things like that so that's easy to justify not going after that by um saying well i'll do that soon and soon just has been year after year after year. And I've even started writing, gotten like 15,000 words and then stopped. Um, and I, I just, then when I do that kind of thing, it makes me feel even more like well, I'm all the self judgment, all the, I'm a loser. I'm, uh, I'm not motivated to really do anything important. Just, what I need to do to get by. And I hate that about myself. One thing I want to check out is um, we can often be really skewed in our self-assessment. So I, I hear the part of you that says, you know, I want to write and I'm not writing. And we can, we'll definitely check on that. But then there can also just be this thing where we take an inch in our criticism and turn it into a mile. We'll see, I didn't do this and I'm just absolutely terrible. And I can be dramatic. There can be this, uh, it's like, well, I didn't do it, but I just need to improve it. There's a, there's a way to look at it instead of turning it into this kind of tragic, boy, am I really bad? See, you know, I did, I did 80% of the stuff I said I was going to do, but because I didn't do the 20%, I'm just really just a loser and my life's a waste. And so, um, I know for a lot of high performers and perfectionists that 20% or 10% or whatever it is that didn't get done eclipses the, the 80 and 90% and it ruins our peace of mind. Is there any bit of that going on or is it really, nope, I'm, I'm really not getting any of this shit done. It's, it's more of the latter. Um, yeah, I, I, I really feel like I'm stuck. I really feel like I'm stuck. I, I feel like I'm living a bored life a lot and I know things I want to do and I do, I, we, I do some of them. But overall, I feel I feel like an underachiever. Um, definitely not an overachiever. I'm not a perfectionist. Um, at least I don't think I am. But you know, I might have some blind spots. 
Um, well, the first thing I want to say is that just as an exercise, and I want you to write this down, is to do an assessment. To, to like, if, if you were grading yourself, not from how it feels, mm-hmm. but to, just to look at the things you said you were going to do and how, how much of that is getting done. Because I think that's really helpful because how it feels, you know, I can say I'm going to get 10 things done on my list today. And I get eight things done, but those two things make it feel like I didn't get anything done. There's such a weird, that critic can latch onto those things. And so I want to help you if this self-assessment stuff is really dragging you down. Um, I want to help you start to shape that a bit better. And just tracking those things can be like, oh, wow, I did a lot of the things I said I was going to do. This, this, this story that I don't do things, it doesn't hold water. Or maybe it will show you and it'll give you the data. Like, yeah, I, I am... I'm not really where I want to be. This is not okay. So it's not to get you, it's not to let you off the hook necessarily, but it is to give you a better assessment. I would like for you to do that. Would you be up for that? You don't have to do it now, but that would be something that would be helpful there because how it feels and then how it is can often be incredibly skewed based on how we see the world and how we see ourselves. All right. Mm -hmm. And then with regards to, let's just come back to writing. What if you're not going to be a writer? Like, what if we just decided today you haven't been a writer and you're not going to be a writer? Let's just bury it. We're done. That idea, that dream is done. This, this whole thing of one day I'm going to be a writer, you just get to let it go today. What's that like? Well, um, it would feel like I didn't accomplish something that I was meant to accomplish. It's, I think what it would feel like. I feel like that's in me to do. So I don't even know why I'm not. Yeah. Even if it's in you to do. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to say goodbye to it. Sail it down the river. Let it go. Sadness. 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 Like I'm missing something or what's the, what is there a story or there's a. Sadness. Like I'm not expressing things that I want to. Um, Sadness that it's, whatever I've got in me that I want to write is going to die with me. Yeah, it might. Yeah. You're on track for that. And then what if somebody said, no, you can't write. You're not going to get to write. Here's a external situation that comes along and says, you don't get to write. What's that feel like? Is that a relief? Oh, I'm off the hook. No, it's not a relief. It's more of like, um, anger. Oh, tell me about that. Because I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to express myself. And, and if somebody said I couldn't write or if there was some kind of imaginary scenario where that wouldn't happen anymore, I would feel like a big part of my own self-expression would be cut off. And that doesn't feel good at all. It would okay. not feel like a relief. All right. And so this idea that if I don't write for an audience, it would, I'd be incredibly sad and if someone were to come along and actually take that away from me, I'd be pissed off. I'd be angry. Yes. Sad or angry enough to do something about it? Or uh, I would just, it'll be sad and angry somewhere. It's a good question. It's a good I mean, question. not sad and angry enough to get off the couch or whatever it is I'm doing. I'll just go be sad and angry, but I'll go do my comfortable thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how, because that hasn't happened. I mean, nobody has said that, and that hasn't st- nothing stopped me but myself. So it's happening in real time. 
Yeah. Also. You're not right. Because of me. Yeah. Me saying <laughs> you can't. Whatever. The, the fact that you're not writing these forces, whether they're external or internal or whatever, the sadness and the anger, it's right there. And it's being allowed. It's being allowed. And it's a drain. And I wish I knew why I was doing it, um, but I don't. Why does it, how about this? It doesn't matter why. What if it didn't matter why? Because it just feels like if I knew why, then I would maybe do something more about it. But so I just say, well, I'm lazy. I'm unmotivated. I'm like my dad, that kind of thing. So let's play with it. What if you weren't lazy? What if you were motivated? What would you do differently? I would write. Oh, it's pretty simple. Organized and and I mean, I've written, I've read so many books about about how to write books, and uh, I'm a, been a self help junkie listener mainly, um, mm-hmm. not so much a doer. It's it's just I'm always waiting for that thing to like okay, what's going to be the the magic thing, the magic book I'm going to read, or the podcast episode I'm going to listen to to have that light bulb go off and then the resistance will go away somehow enough to be able to overcome it this time and, and not um, give in to all the, uh, I don't want to do it today. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, and then just keep putting it off year after year. You really think that resistance is going to go away? I don't think it's going to go away, but I want the part of me that's going to resist the resistance to get stronger. Let's go there. How do you think things get stronger? If I needed to strengthen my back or my legs. Exercise and work, you know, starting where you can Uh and uh, working up, building up. Well, wait a second. Don't I need a light bulb moment? And I need to hear somebody on a podcast. Give me, I got to be inspired, right? I got to be motivated. Right. I know inspiration seems like it's the thing that that I think is going to be the answer for everything is just more inspiration Um, but that goes away so easily you know i think we're waiting for it to be easy yeah i I agree (laughs) i agree yeah yeah good luck yeah you want the cookie without having to work for it there's no motivation necessary there's no need to understand our resistance there's no need for any of that to just get going and my sense is that you could educate me on really what needs to get going on this process because you probably read more books about writing books than I have. Possibly. <laughs> but you've written a book. So, uh, and I've read your book. It's a great book. I appreciate that. And it was hard. I want to just, we're going to deflate all of these ideas that uh, we need inspiration and we need it to be easy and we need to understand. I need to deeply and fully understand my resistance and all of this, which is just another form of resistance. Yeah. What are you taking away so far? Well, when you say I need to, it's, that's another form of resistance that I need to understand in my resistance. That rings really true because there's something in my head that thinks, well, if I had some kind of a breakthrough with that, then I would charge forward and become Mr. Goal and um, start pushing past all the resistance. And there would be, I guess I have this fantasy that there would be a lot less resistance. Mm. And so I guess in a sense, I might be living 
probably, <clears throat> excuse me, living in some kind of a fantasy land in that regard. Uh, you know, the definition of courage, you know, is to do it anyway and not to not not the absence of fear. And the definition of, I guess, something else would be is not the absence of resistance. It's doing it anyway. I'm not sure what the right word would be for that instead of, I guess, courage would fit there, too. But so if you're going to write something for an audience today, what would be the first step? Grabbing my paper and pen, finding a place where I'm not going to be distracted and just mm-hmm. start writing what's in my head, even though I know it's not going to be perfect and I it would need major editing and organization, but, um, great. Go get your paper and pen right now. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. We're going to do it right now. Okay. We can sit here and talk about it or you can just do it. So you don't need to share anything with me about the writing. I just want you to start. I want you to just see that in, you can always choose in this moment to pivot right into doing it instead of, talking about it, wondering about it, wanted to, to disseminate it and understand it, or <laughs> go, do it. Just get started. If it's a phone call we're resisting, if it's working out that we're resisting, if it's a conversation, it's writing, it's whatever, we can just pivot into it and go. Just get started. It's that simple. Not easy. That simple, though. So let's take five minutes, and I'll check back in with you. Okay. All right. All right. That was longer than five minutes. Yeah. I didn't know if you were going to tell me the time or if I was just going to stop. <laughs> like five minutes went by. I was going to wait till you press publish if that's where we went. So <laughs> <laughs> what happened for you? Well, I um, at first panicked because I'm like, what am I supposed to write? Supposed to. Then I thought I'm just going to write whatever comes out. And so I wrote, wrote things that just flowed out of me. Um, but it still is that critique part of me, that critical part of me that wants to say that's not good enough. Or, um, I, I, you know, part of me understands I, this was an exercise and it doesn't have to be the way I'd write it if I was maybe didn't have like a five minute to write whatever I had. So I, I look at, I look, I look at it that way. I feel like, okay, that, well, it felt good to write for, for one thing. I didn't mm-hmm. have any problem as you could tell. Well, I didn't know if you were drawing a picture of <laughs> me. Do you doing terrible shit to me? <laughs> so I, I got out a, a full page. <laughs> um, and I know in the writing process too, that, you know, the, there, sometimes that's the best thing to do is just to write, just start writing. And then eventually I'm going to hit my stride. I'm going to like, some things are going to come together more in my head that I, wasn't conscious of before I started writing. How do you feel right now compared to how you felt 10 minutes ago? What do you notice about your experience of being you? It feels free, free being able to write. I feel free. I'm noticing you're sitting forward now. I'm noticing you just, you're more animated in how you're speaking with me. Um, I feel like I'm experiencing more of you in this moment. And maybe that's part of the free aspect is your, your, I think so. you get to be here. You get to, yeah. more of you gets to be here. Yeah. Okay. And I, I mean, was there a big light bulb moment or motivation or inspiration that came along or what, what, what had you just get going? What had me just get going was that you said, get going. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. Um, well, let's be clear. I want to be very yeah. clear. Yeah. I didn't reach through the camera and make you do anything. 
you didn't make me, but I wanted to, I want to cooperate with this process. Great. I want to help you take ownership here. You gave space. You created space for me to be able to write. I challenged you and you accepted the challenge. I want to help you understand yeah. this environment because you've been yeah. in, in an environment that has allowed you to be on the trajectory you're on, which exactly. is angry and sad. It's I control my environment to the, to, in such a way so that I don't have to be challenged and I don't have to be around in men who know how to challenge me. So you start to think about how you could create a different environment where you're not allowed to sleepwalk and you're not allowed to make excuses and you're not allowed to kind of poor me, you know, I'm just going to not be able to do my thing. Right. Instead of, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. I've had enough. And so I'm going to introduce things into my life, whether it's a coach or it's an accountability group, or I'm going to join a writer's group or whatever it is. They can't do it for me, but I can make it as difficult as possible for me to stay in this place. But ultimately I just need to get going and get started every day. Just get started. And when I watched you got started and you just wrote the whole time, and like you said, you'll find your stride and you can get better. Right. But the, it's just getting started. It is getting started and, and then bring it around. I mean, if I, if I need inspiration, if I feel like I need inspiration or motivation, it does help to have some external motivation which like you said, a writing group, if you're getting together with uh, a writing group, either online or in person, you better have something to talk about. Not want I don't want to just sit there and say, well, I didn't do anything or a coach to um, the accountability part. I, I know accountability can be a big help. There's part of me that says, well, I shouldn't have to need that. I shouldn't have to want need. I should just be able to be have accountable enough to myself, but that hasn't worked. It's not, it working. hasn't worked. And let's, let's separate accountability from motivation because you can create that, well, I don't have motivation today, so I don't get to get going or I don't have accountability day. Poor me. I'm this, it's a victim thing. Yeah. I'm powerless. And I just want to help you come back. You don't need to be motivated to start. You don't need to be inspired to start. You don't need to be fully healed from our childhood traumas to start. We don't have to make all of these excuses. Well, I just don't have the thing. You can just start. There's nothing stopping you from just getting the pad of paper and the pen and getting going. That third one that you just said, that way, healed from childhood, I've used that one. I have. I thought, well, I'm, I just need to get healed up enough. And then, I'll, then I won't be so, I'll be able to face my resistance much easier, which sounds silly, I know, but... Um, it's not going to be easy. No, no, it's not. I mean, anything that's worth having isn't easy. It gets easier if you, if you yeah. practice doing this. And that's the strength part. Right. It's easier to pick up that weight and move it across. And keep Yeah, going. I can do what I do for a living in my sleep, it seems like, uh, because I've learned over time and there are things with writing I know are the same way. It gets easier. It's not necessarily going to be easy all the time because there's always a, what is, what's the new topic? What's the new direction I want to go? Because one book isn't really all I want to write. I want to write more than one book. Okay. Um, so let's zoom out. Okay. Is, I understand that the big dream is to write a book. Is there an intermediate or a shorter term thing that just gets you into writing? Or do you have a book outline ready to go and it's just sitting over there collecting dust? I have been, I, I started out with writing my story. 
in a particular direction with that. And so it's still it's still a bit unfocused, though. So I've been, I've been writing free flow, writing stories about my life. Okay. And is there a way that you could, what I want to help you do yeah. is the book is such a gigantic process and it's so right. easy to always be getting it honed and finished that you, before you press, press publish, I want to get, help you get to a place where you are pressing publish frequently, weekly, daily, whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be the book, but maybe you're writing sub chapters and publishing them. Don't worry about ruining anything for anybody. It's more about your process of just getting it going and getting used to putting your shit out there. So what can we do where that becomes part of your daily, weekly lifestyle that you are writing and you are publishing on a regular basis? Well, the first thing that comes to mind would be to do a blog. Does that satisfy this itch? Does that satisfy, would it, would it help you write your book? I've, 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 I've watched people write chapters of their book and publish them as they're going. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that's one way to do it. I just, um, <clears throat> I guess I had been stuck in my head that it has to be a, a book and not have it be like a blog online, but that would be one way to. You can still publish it as a book when you're right. Yeah. Yeah. After you get enough content, then it kind of put it together in, in that a, a little bit different format. If we come back to this, it's not about the book so much as it is about this self-expression that you want. Yeah. And that you're writing so that others can experience it. And if you put it in a book, great. If you put it, whatever the format is, I don't care. I just want you to do it and then share it consistently. How often would you like to be publishing a post, what would feel great for you? What would feel like, hell yeah, I'm not pissing away this gift that I have. Two or three times a week. I have a challenge for you. I want you to mail me, email me, the next six weeks worth of posts when you publish them onto, onto a public blog. I'm throwing that out there. You don't have to accept it. I want to accept it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I want to accept it. <laughs> I, I don't want to stay where I'm at. Okay. I'm just trying to think like it's one post a week. You do it for the next six weeks. It's not forever, but it would give you ample opportunity to get into a flow, get into a practice of finding the time around the things you got going, whatever it is, instead of watching TV or doing the other things you like to do, you're pivoting to yeah. your, your writing area. So I, I'm open to co-creating, but that's, that's the idea I have. What, what feels like it would be really worthwhile for you when we think about where you'd like to be in six weeks? I think that would be good. That would feel good as far as finding my voice and not always trying to amplify the voices of other people, which is what it feels like I've done my whole working life is helping mm -hmm. other people communicate better. Right. Good catch. Instead good. of get, and helping myself communicate better by doing it, uh, being the critic and saying, well, I can see what would make you more interesting and what would be, make you more clear, would make you more to the point, but never really wanting to do that for myself um, and thinking that I have something that's important enough to say or okay. interesting enough to say or, or whatever. And okay. I really feel like I do have things that Part of me does feels like there's things that are in, in, worth publishing, worth putting out there. And then there's a part of me that thinks, no, there's not. <laughs> That's the part I don't want to keep winning. What if it's not about whether it's worth it to, it's just, you don't get to decide that shit. Well, that sounds freeing. 
because it does um, to not worry about that part, um, but to worry, but to the, but making doing the action. Yeah. That's it. Not worrying about whether or not it's received well or anyone even cares. Or if it's you just don't critics. get to, do, you don't get to control the reaction. Right. And yeah, I so much want to. Um, and if I think that it won't receive what I, what I want it to, then I, then I shrink back. <clears throat> Let's just focus on the process. You expressing ideas that are interesting to you in that moment. They may not be interesting to you two weeks from now. Who cares? This is a creative process, an artistic process. This is something being expressed through you and as you. That's it. It gets put out into the world. That's it. What you can't control is putting your pen on the paper. Right, I can control that part. Impress and publish. It's vulnerable stuff. I want to acknowledge it. But also just see, like, if, if it's worth it to you, then you're going to do it. If it's not worth it to you, then it won't happen. And you get to go be sad and angry. But we don't have to be. When do you want to publish your first post? Today. Today? Yeah. Really? That fast, huh? Does that mean you got one in the chamber already and you're just, you're just waiting on it? It means I've got so many different thoughts and things I could write about that I would, I don't, why wait till tomorrow? Okay. Well, let's say when you publish, right? So today's Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd have to, I have to publish it somewhere. So, um, fortunately I know how to, you know, create websites and things. So I can, I can get a blog going in a matter of an hour and, Okay, so you got time. Doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be visually, aesthetically beautiful. It just just up. It's really about the writing. It's not about that part. Um, it's the, the thing I want to watch for is it's hot to get. You know, there's we can this pendulum can swing from I'm not making any movements at all to suddenly I'm going to do everything all at once, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we feel like shit if we don't do everything all at once. So I want to just give you some space here, not to have you flounder around and talk yourself out of it but just so that it doesn't feel like you're suddenly up your back against the wall. And I want to help you find this sweet spot here. So then what day, if we think about it going forward, would it help you to just be like, I'm publishing on Thursdays for the next six weeks, the next six Thursdays, I'm posting something. Does it help you to, to look at it that way? Yeah. Okay. And then the agreement I want to make with you is that you're going to email me the links. Okay. Starting tomorrow. What are you taking away? What are you learning? What am I taking away when I'm learning um, is I'm grateful for this time. And I really feel like crying. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's all about. <clears throat> grief. I know, I'm not sure. I mean, this feels like a, the wrong time to have grief. But um, What would you be grieving? I feel grateful. <clears throat> grateful for this opportunity and I don't want to blow it. Um, and I feel grateful that I'm having this conversation with you. Um, I haven't had this kind of conversation with anybody before. And, uh, I, I know, um, it probably doesn't feel like the right thing to say, but I don't want to let you down. How is this about me? Um, just because you're stepping into this role of challenging me. Um, I don't want to let you down. So. I'm not the one that's going to be sad and angry if you don't write. I know. <laughs> Feelings can be kind of hard to interpret. Um, 
So I, that's, uh, I will, yeah, I don't want to be sad and angry about myself if I don't follow through. This is a moment. If, if you've not been taught how to deal with challenge, if, and for a lot of us, that's the case. There might've been an imbalance in our parenting or whatever it is where we learn essentially that if challenge arises, we go the other way. We stop or we lie down or, or whatever. We don't realize it's a choice to turn into it. Okay. So if we've never really learned this or we weren't in an environment that encouraged us to do this and encouraged us to fight for ourselves, whatever that might mean, then it is new. It's a, it's a new muscle. It, it might seem foreign. But what I, what I want for you is that as you get through these next few weeks of writing for you, that you learn, this is where I get to feel more free. This is where I get to feel more alive. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let anything else come along and take that away from me. So I get in the moment that it might, it might be a little confusion about who this is for in this moment. But I want you to pay attention to that. Because that freedom and that aliveness or what will help you with the peace of mind that you, don't, that you really want. And you'll learn. I know I can do this. And I can create structures. I can create an environment for myself that encourages me to turn into my challenges. Not because I'm helpless to do so, but just that it makes it that much more difficult to be asleep at the wheel. This is why you'd hire a coach. This is why you'd be part of an accountability group whatever it is, not to process. And oh my gosh, this is why I finally figured out why I'm so resistant to shit. It's, oh, you're having a tough day. Oh, well, get to it. Like get after it. And you're like, thank you. <laughs> and maybe it's just a bunch of people on Zoom together all writing and they're not even talking to each other. Whatever it takes, whether you feel like you should need it or shouldn't need it. Yeah. Just do it. Whatever it takes for you to do this thing. That's the honoring yourself. And this is how we get out of our own way. I look forward to the next six weeks with you. I look forward to it too. <laughs> cool. So let's be really clear. Next six weeks, not about being perfect. Not about the best writing you'll ever do. In fact, let's look at it as it'll be the worst shit you've ever done. And right. you'll be able to look back on it and just cringe. Just like, oh my God, I cannot believe I wrote that. And I cannot believe I put that out there. Like, what if, what if you could start from that place? Like, it, it will just be the most terrible, awful stuff. And you're going to press publish anyway. Because you're on a growth path. And you, because you're going to get better at this. But this is where we start. I can do that. Not perfect. Not even close to even great. Mm. Just, just getting going. Doing the work. Agreed? Agreed. Sounds good. Okay. So, from next... From, for the next six weeks, I'm going to get an email from you every Thursday. That's the agreement I have with you. That's what you're going to get. All right, brother. Good work today, man. So as promised, our caller followed through on his agreements. With me as his first reader, I then challenged him to broaden his audience. And he began sharing his posts with others, and he got some amazing feedback in the process. He sent me screenshots of what others were saying to commend him on his posts. His writing was striking a nerve, and several guys even said they were moved to tears by what was written. He also sent me an email just yesterday saying, this writing for an audience and myself is both scary and thrilling. 
These baby steps are just what I need. And that's the key. We start small, but we start. And then we keep going. We find people who will challenge us to put ourselves out there, even if we're not perfect. We change our environment so that we can't stay asleep at the wheel. And we remind ourselves that comfort isn't worthwhile if it's killing our peace of mind. If you feel like you're hiding out or holding back or waiting for things to be easy, I hope you use this call to take those first steps forward. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.